Chris Boss. My name is Laird. I'm Rafi. And this is What We Dig, the podcast that talks about Toronto food and just awesome stuff in life. So it's uh, it's been a hot, it's been a hot summer. It's been a warm one. And uh, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, you know, what's your what's your moves in the summer? I got a couple of, I got a, what are your summer moves in this city? Uh... Obviously, try my best to hit up a patio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I really, you know, I the other day I was at uh, Amsterdam Brewery just by Queen's Key. Oh, that one's awesome. Uh, That's right I, on the lake. I enjoy that. Yeah, place. yeah, yeah. It's a little. Uh, you can get a little pretentious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can get a little um, uh, busy. Yeah. Well, it's definitely busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been to a couple of work functions there. Yeah, they've been good, but they're busy. But uh, you know, honestly, when you're by the water, it's it's amazing. It's, that's a really sweet spot. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, by the being by the water is key. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of uh, uh, things that I'd say about it. So first, I'm going to open with I had during my less uh, lower income periods of uh, uh, just getting out of school. You know, you kind of living that student life. Uh, I had a summer that I referred to as the summer of free. Summer of free. Okay. The, the summer of not the summer of George. No, summer of free. <laughs> the summer of free. Yeah. And, I'm still trying to live that life. <laughs> I'm still there. You, you saw how expensive housing yeah, is now? Yeah. Uh, the summer of free. So I figured out, um, and it was during a time where I was still an eligible bachelor. Yes. I was there, hey ladies, or, yeah. or let me get a little more sleazy. Ladies. Yeah, that, that was unfortunately me for a period of time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was low on money but still wanted to date and was doing kind of an online dating thing. You took him to McDonald's, right? Uh, well, that's not free. Oh. <laughs> that's just low. Actually, they were, they were giving me free fries last Friday. Oh, yeah, free fries and yeah. smiles. You yeah. know, that'll, yeah. that'll get you there. That'll get you there. Right? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I found a few locations in the city that, uh, I believe still to this day, are, are free. So, you know, one is uh, the two public beaches. So there's there's the one on the West End mm-hmm. that's by Parkdale, just south mm-hmm. of Parkdale, Sunnyside Beach, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Great place to take a walk. Make sure that, that everybody's fed before you go if you're going to live the summer of free. Yeah. Uh, but it's a great place to take a walk. If you want to buy like a coffee or something like that, at yeah. least it's like really inexpensive. Yeah. Uh, and they have like a cafe there as well if you so, want to stop off. So, but that's now. Parkdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, that, back then it was, I wouldn't be in Parkdale, south of Parkdale, so on the lakeshore. Okay, okay, it's like I where it. Sunnyside okay. is. Okay, like, okay, and okay. it's actually not really yeah. Parkdale, well, it's Park Lawn. Well, cross Parkdale first, you know. That's yeah, and, and, and uh, sorry, let me rephrase, it's not Parkdale. <laughs> <laughs> you have to walk through Parkdale. By the way, there's a great Instagram person that is called Parkdale Life yeah. and shows hilarious things that they've <laughs> yeah. seen in Parkdale and Parkdale still to this day is, is has some some funny stuff that's going on oh my God. Um, but uh, anyways I meant Park Lawn and I meant uh, really oh, the bottom of uh, okay. the bottom of of uh, Keel yeah. uh, and there's a, a beautiful historic site um, where Sunnyside Beach is yeah. uh, which is a cool place to hang out and it's by a beach you can stay in the sand you can go for a walk you can have a talk there's a cool bridge you can walk over as well on the west end and there's also the east beaches as well so if yeah. you're in the east end or in the west end uh, you have the option of, of hitting a pretty cool beach and you know uh, the Woodbine Beach is, is beautiful really really long walkway they are now they now have more kind of concessions that are close, closer to the beach yeah. uh, and I I think they really need to have like a food truck festival out there as well. They do. In, in uh, Woodbine Beach? Yeah. They have a Woodbine Park. Woodbine you, Park is different. But, but do you mean on the beach? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean like on the beach or close to the beach area. Oh, wow. Well, no, no. Yeah, there is. They, they have a food truck festival. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I have to, I have to yeah. look into that because I, I need to chase that down. So yeah. those are two things you can do for free yeah. in the summer. Yeah. Right. Uh, but there's also the AGO if it's rainy day. Mm-hmm. Um, they have free nights on a rainy day. Uh, not necessarily on rainy days. They have uh-huh. particular nights of the they're week. Free. Are they free? That are that are free. That oh, I believe cool. they still have that. It used to be Wednesdays. Okay. Um, so again, if you want to seem cultured but yeah. poor, uh, or <laughs> cultured on a budget. There we yeah. go. That's cultured a that's budget, a little bit taste because yeah. I and I was I, I was low. On, on funds for a while yeah. as well. Again, this is my summer free. Uh, and then there's a ROM, which, which will occasionally have the uh, the Royal Ontario Museum. So again, if you need to do something inside. Yeah. Uh, and then there's so many parks in the city to hit. So Hyde Park is another great one to hit if you want to do the mm-hmm. summer free. Um, just head down there, go for a walk. Again, you can get away with a coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and you don't have to spend very much money. So those, those, are, those are, I find, some of my favorite places. Yeah. There's other places in the city that I'd mention. Um, I'd say once a year, mm-hmm. I have to hit Canada's Wonderland. I'm still in that era. Mm-hmm. I have kids now, yeah. so now I have an excuse to go, mm-hmm. whereas uh, before I liked to at least hit it once. Yep. Um, and the X eventually, like I find the X is just something to do uh, yeah. one. Uh, the other thing I'd recommend is, is a TFC game. I love doing TFC games. They're outside yeah. uh, or an Argos game. Yeah. If you want to go sit outside yeah. and watch a game. Probably Argos because probably tickets are probably cheaper. Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine Argos a little bit cheaper, but uh, both are, I think, are fantastic options. But uh, that's that's the, the summer, Toronto, our summer Toronto ideas. If you're looking to do Toronto on a budget, uh, so, anyways, I'll pivot from there mm-hmm. and talk about uh, so something briefly. Something I've been thinking about is where do you get your news nowadays? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you asked that question. Because we're, we're in an era mm-hmm. where the classic news models are all going down the tubes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to see the Toronto Star. I find Toronto Star buildings are closing every week. I look at one of the buildings that was theirs. They're not necessarily there anymore. Right. Uh, there's massive restructuring going on in, in print media right now. And, uh, I, and I can tell you where I I get my news, but I'm curious to know where you get my oh, news. Oh no, sorry. So, so you know, I uh, I bike to work. Yep. And every time I used to bike to work, and this is a little bit longer, longer story. So, but every time I used to bike to, every time I bike to work, uh, there's um, uh, a mentally challenged person. Mm-hmm. Is it mentally challenged? I don't know. The yeah, well, somebody with a, a, a mental disability. Yeah. Okay. Somebody with a mental disability. Disability. There you go. And uh, at the intersection, uh, I won't name the particular intersection, but there's a reason why. But the, at this particular intersection, this person yells at everybody. Oh, nice. Yeah. What, what kind of things? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Uh, like meaningful stuff? Or? Yeah. So okay. So that's the thing. So, so you know. Every time I bike by, I'm like, oh my god, here we go. He's gonna yell at it. Yeah, just, yeah. just random yelling. <laughs> you mentally prepare for the yeah, yelling. Mental. Yeah, mentally. So for a long, for the first month or so, it was just jarring. You know, I'm just yeah. hearing it every time. You yeah. know. Then one day, you know, I was biking and, and obviously the light had to go red. So I was waiting and he was yelling, and I realized something. He's actually talking about news. Oh, so he was talking like fact. He was yelling yeah. facts. Yeah. So, you know, luckily that day I had a couple of minutes, so I pulled my bike aside and, you know, I looked at my phone, but really I was trying to listen. Yeah. And what I realized was... You he know, was dropping some knowledge. He was dropping knowledge. <laughs> he was dropping some serious knowledge. knowledge. Not only are you getting facts, yeah. but you're also getting opinion because as well. He's <laughs> doing editorials, public editorials. So now... That's brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant. No, I thought he had mental disorder, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's his delivery, his that's media his delivery. delivery. Yeah, Yo, yeah. Listen, Twitter, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> I like my news yelled at yeah, me. Yeah, you're not quite as in your face yeah. as somebody yelling at you. Yeah. That's awesome that yeah. there's, a, there's a, a person who's out there. And yeah. Just out of curiosity, what intersection? If people want to find this or yeah. see this, what intersection? Uh, sh- oh, you know, uh, Sherburn and Queen. Don't, but yeah. don't, 
Jar, don't, don't don't provoke them. Don't provoke. If you want to go, check, or, and you know, don't turn into a spectacle. But if yeah. you're if you're by there, and you need some news, and the comment section doesn't mean you're throwing punches. In. <laughs> you don't need to respond. Really, it's it's a one way conversation. It's Trevor and Queen East. That's awesome. So uh, that's so that that is where you get your news. Yeah. Every time, it's great. It's a quick rundown of not just not just any news. It's community news. Okay. So okay. It's, nice. It's, nice. It's really nice. It's local. Because yeah. that's the question. Like, where yeah. do you where do you do your local news yeah. thing, right? Yeah. This person might be a little biased towards the police, but you know, that's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's had you some know. some mixed experiences yeah. with with law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, and it, so when you when you're listening to him, you just had to remember, you know, it's it's like when you go to Breitbart. Yeah. Or, you know, or Breitbart, whatever. Yeah. And you know they're very conservative. So yes. You yeah. Know, yeah. You know what exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, right? you, you, you know the so, uh, the opinion that'll be expressed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. when you're listening to him, you know the opinions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as you so. know going in, and you may not share those opinions, but that's awesome. So there's a random person on the street. Okay. Uh, where where else do you get your your uh, oh. your news? Uh, no but that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I I you know a bunch of sites. Uh, you can get. I there's no. I think uh, if you are a well functioning individual in this community in this society now there's no one place you go yes it's you should have at least five sources yes yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, and 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 that doesn't mean that your five sources are all liberal yes yes you yes. need to pick five legitimate sources yes yeah i agree um, yeah. and and that's so so where, where would uh, i'd go to bbc i'd go to cnn i'd go to sky mm -hmm. or i'd even go to reddit just because they curate yeah. a lot of stuff yeah together. I, I was about to say one of my biggest ones is reddit um uh, google news also yeah curate Go a lot. google news actually pushes it towards you so i find now it's hard to if you're an android user mm -hmm. it's hard to to avoid google news yeah like it, it literally gets pushed to you yeah but the, again the thing with the google news always that pushing also I don't know how much content they push at you as well yeah so um, you know if I, if I didn't want to see a certain thing yeah it might I might not be able to see other news going on yes exactly so anyways but yeah, yeah so yeah. just whole bunch of places I I think I I lean towards more curating sites yes more yeah. so than individuals I I end up in individual that's sites, right yes yeah, yeah. but uh, just yeah I think that's the way I deal with news. That, that's actually so I would say I'm, I'm I'm pretty similar but I think what's what I'll just talk about briefly is the shift because I used to only go to like three Sherburn or four of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to only go to Sherburn Queen and then I realized it was it was really just the one-sided kind of news um, and I didn't feel like it was growing, but uh, no, I, I used to I used to just go to the major newspaper companies, and that's where I would I would look for my news. Yeah. Um, and I you know I try to do a balance, so I, I, I'd read all of them. So you know you got the Globe, you got the Star, you got uh, uh, the uh, uh, the National what is it called the National uh, Post, yeah, the National Post, um, and the Financial Post. I read, I read a lot, uh, and occasionally the Sun. I yeah. find the Sun was a little bit more tabloid, but yeah. um, I really really like their back page. Yeah, I'm, sh I'm sure. <laughs> What's on their back page? The sunshine. No, that's not the back page. No, it is. Okay, then that's how long I haven't read the sun because oh. I, that used to be like within the first three pages. Was it? Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the Rock was on there too. Oh, the Rock has made I, an appearance. I, yeah, maybe I may, may have screwed up. Dwayne the Rock Johnson has been part of that page. Oh, which is, uh, I just, didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, oh, with a fanny pack oh, in the nineties. Oh, 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 look it up. I Google that. Probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> 
probably not going to rush out to, to check that out right yeah, now. Um, no but anyways, there's been a huge shift for me from that uh, those companies to, as Rafi just mentioned, more of a curated piece. But additionally, I actually follow a couple of YouTube channels as well. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. So, like, okay. it's not just print media. It's not just read media. Okay. There's one guy named Philip DeFranco. He's from the, uh, the States mm -hmm. that I watch every day. It's actually part of my routine. Oh, really? And the reason why I love Philip DeFranco, so that when I go to Reddit, when I go to the, the other channels, it's mm -hmm. because I'm seeking information that's local or mm -hmm. that's specific. Whereas with DeFranco, it's overall. So he talks about um, media, like like uh, new movies and stuff that are coming out. Okay. He talks about world politics. So like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, anything that the U.S. government's doing. Mm -hmm. He actually talks about the Canadian government. He's brought up uh, Trudeau a bunch of times okay. um, just because there's been, uh, you know, some tensions here and there mm -hmm. with uh, the U.S. and Canadian well, government. Well, he's a good-looking guy. you got to talk about him. Exactly. He talks about tech news. Mm -hmm. wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I just skimmed right past that. Um, well, he's a handsome dude. Yeah, he, he has to be within the conversation. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter what yeah. he does or any policy. Just, if you're good looking, you, you good need looking, to be talked about. Boom. Hey, listen, that's a God given gift. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a prime minister, but that's okay. Yeah, at least yeah. uh, at least I know your uh, your measure of success there, uh, or, or measure of value. Um, but uh, but anyway, so I, I actually have a bit of a mixed media approach. I, so I have a um, you know YouTube. I have the curated uh, of Reddit and a couple other groups. I have Google that pushes stuff to me, uh, and then occasionally I'll actually seek out our local papers. But they're normally last on our list, yeah. which is a shame because I loved our local papers. Yeah. But but again, when you go to a curated, the curated place, they still they, push you. They, to it, yeah. Push you to it eventually. Yeah. So, oh, it's fine, fine. Yeah, I, I suppose. I, I think the thing is, uh, because we're going to be in an era where we may see a transition occur with them, mm -hmm. um, I think that's going to be a, a little bit of a, like, there's, I, I'm a hugely, as you know already, I'm a sentimental person. Yeah. And yeah. I'll be sad to see some of our, like, yeah. our, our key brands going. Uh, anyway, speaking about brands. I want to talk for a couple minutes just about the Drake album. Yeah. Okay. So Scorpion, you were yelling it in yeah. a few last uh, last podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in that it's now that Scorpion here that it is Scorpion season. Yeah. As the yeah. ad says. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Scorpion? Uh, I, I I like the album. Um, I understand why he did it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of other political stuff happening in the background. Mm -hmm. uh, but I liked it. You can't like all the songs. It's uh, my rule about albums, mm -hmm. it's just my rule, yeah. is, is, is if, if it hits 30 to 40 percent, that's a, that's a good album. That's a good album, okay, yeah. 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 My, like, I, I'd say my, my tier is, yeah, 30 to 40 percent is like passable, like yeah. it's like a, it's enjoyable, it's, it's decent, a, yeah. like you've done a good job. Yeah. Um, if it's 60 to 70 percent, it's like, uh, that's pretty impressive, and if it's anything above that, your album's amazing to yeah. me. Like if you can pull that off, those are hard numbers to pull off. And, and the, the 30 to 40 percent is without the hits, it's without the hits he's released on. Okay, so it's with like new stuff. That the new yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, so yeah. if you put, add the hits, it's yeah. really a good yeah, album. Yeah, like Nice For What and yeah. like all that kind of stuff yeah. on there, yeah. yeah. Um, is in there, so yeah. God's plan and all that. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. God's, God's plan was uh, there as well. Uh, so it sounds like overall, you're, it's, no. it's more like I'm, it, the, your response is more like I'm not offended by it. Yeah. I think it's okay. There's some stuff well, on there I like. I mean, I, I think I think when you when you try to hype up something too much, yeah. Uh, just you're always just, everyone's got to have their own opinions. Yeah, and you're kind and, of setting up setting yourself. And by, up by the way, we're having this podcast what two weeks after. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. I've had my I'm coming. I'm, you're catching me on my the downswing of. Yeah. of of so, like the high of listening. But I was to it. I was listening to it. It was it's yeah. a good album. Yeah, right? yeah. No, I I I'd agree. I, I enjoyed it as well. Um, but this is what I'd say with it. Uh, number number one, double albums. Double albums are tough. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of music. That's like it's like seventy songs on it. Yeah. Right. So double albums. 
I've never understood the double albums, but when they're concept albums, I understand them. But when they're more, this is like less concept. This is uh, mm -hmm. more of a collage of music. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is, I feel like it was a little bit of, uh, and this is not a criticism, um, but it, it was they played it safe mm -hmm. here in that they made sure that they had something for every type of Drake fan. And guess who's chart charting right now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Drake's killing it. So, so you know, we were all about numbers. Yes, and yeah. So by yeah. numbers, he's killing. Yeah, that's true. So, so the next deal he walks into, he just shows numbers and he yeah. gets that big deal. So, so yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I think he's had to balance the art versus the business. Yeah, yeah. Which is why exactly. I go back to there's a lot of reasons. Well, yeah, because I, I do feel like it, it is. It, I mean, there's great work on there, but it's uh, there's level pandering. Like, okay. and I don't mean like over pandering, but it's yeah. like. I'm trying to please everybody yeah. with this, and I think he, he succeeds yeah. because if you if you look at you know 30%, yeah. chances are, uh, regardless of what type of Drake fan or which type of Drake music yeah. you like, 30% of that album um, yes. you're gonna like. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, there's one song on it that I find that doesn't get enough attention. Um, that's called Summer Something. Yeah. Uh, summer vibes. It's not summer vibes. It's sorry, I'm looking it up. Because I, I cannot remember what it's called, but I really, really enjoyed it. And I find it's downplayed. Summer Games. Summer Games. Uh, and it has like yeah. a bit of electronic beat yeah. to it. it yeah. I found that it was, it was something that was very different compared yeah. to the rest yeah. of the yeah. album. And I don't find enough people talk about that. So I mean, I, That one, you might know, you might see EDM DJs remixing that. Exactly. That's exactly. probably why he did that album. So I'm still proud of Drake. Still proud that he put out that album. Uh, and, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do. But again, 30% yeah. chances are, if you're a Drake fan, you'll like 30% of it or you like 30% of it. With, with the way he got knocked down, he took that L, mm -hmm. right? The way he got knocked down, most artists, that would be it, that's their career. Yeah, yeah, they'd, they'd, they'd shut it down. Uh, or at least there would be like enough yeah. of a confidence hit yeah. that it would shut it down. But yeah. no, he came out, multiple hits, he's gonna do more, mm -hmm. He's gonna, everything's gonna be fine. Nice, nice, yeah, no, I agree. Um, so yeah, again, came out came out as the overall winner. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, if you have time, check it out. Uh, on other music suggestions, so after uh, Rafi uh, was was a little bit more resistant to one of my last recommendations, yeah. um, he might be a little bit resistant to this one, because uh, I did at least force him to listen to this artist yeah. before yeah. Uh, we, we listened. But there's a, a guy named Lewis Cole yeah. that, I, that I've been liking a lot lately. Mm -hmm. um, and he's LA based, he plays multiple Instruments. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a, like primarily a drummer. He's got a love. He got love recently from the Chili Peppers. He actually did a little bit of a tour with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm -hmm. um, and he did a song on the Ninjago mm -hmm. soundtrack. So at the very end of, of Ninjago, the Lego Ninjago movie, uh, and uh, and he's in a band called Nowhere with uh, another lady named Genevieve Artadi. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I like this guy is he's making stuff that has. Like I don't want to just say soul, but has feel to it. So there's been a bit of a void of you know with the loss of Prince and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff of of that type of just electro funk. Yeah. Um, and you know you got Daft Punk and you got those other groups, but mm -hmm. I love his music for that reason. And it's a little bit unpredictable. Mm -hmm. uh, and he does this awesome mixture of live instrumentation mm -hmm. and electronic that's together. Right. And I find right. it just it just gives it this energy, this soul. Um, See, that, that's the thing. I think I think I think I realize now. Why I didn't enjoy it as much. Mm -hmm. um, not to say I, I'm not saying he's not talented, mm -hmm. or yeah. the reason why I didn't enjoy it as much is that energy that you're talking about is not something that I'm at right now. Okay, it's not very summer music. It's yeah. more. It's vibey. Late fall, early winter. You're right, actually. You know, yeah. Kind of music. When, when you start going indoors and you want to be in clubs and dancing, dancing yeah, yeah. yeah. Not when you're outside, outside the yeah. heat, you're yeah. sweating. Yeah. You know, that, that's. 
this is not what you want to hear. Yeah, that's, uh, well, at least, I mean, it depends on who you are, but yeah, I know what you're saying. It, does, it, does, it doesn't have the same texture yeah. uh, to summer. I wouldn't equate it to a, a total summer jam. Driving in your car, though, if you're driving in your car, it's one of those things you can listen yeah. to. But with hanging with out on a beach. Down? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the windows down. But on a beach, I, 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 I tend to agree with you. It's not something that I'd necessarily, but it depends, again, it depends on your personality. Yeah. So uh, Lewis Cole is, uh, he's actually um, uh, going to be in Toronto in the, in the fall, coincidentally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I just I think and I love uh, his feeling he's gotten some thumbs up some, from some pretty heavy hitters out there but I think the other thing that I love about the guy is he's hustling yeah. he put out his one of his first albums I believe in like 2011 2012 mm -hmm. and I feel like I don't know if you remember Gautier mm -hmm. but I feel like he's at the point now that Gautier was right before he got big mm -hmm. and that's where he's he's beyond the point of giving F's anymore yeah right like he's created he's evolved and he's doing it because he wants to do it and because this is the sound he likes okay. not because he's necessarily trying to pander so when you hear his structure mm -hmm. and the way that he puts together a song it's a little bit unorthodox yeah. but still familiar so, so I, I'm looking forward to that show by mm -hmm. the way because um, let, let's you know you know how I started by saying you know he's talented and so yeah, yeah yeah because when you're live, you see that talent. You do. Out. So well, my, my opinion can be swayed. With that being said, I'm actually more looking forward to going to Drake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know if they're doing an OVO again this year? No, no, the Drake Drake Hotel. Right? Oh, the Drake Hotel. You're more, you're more interested yeah, in the, the venue, venue he's playing? Because <laughs> it's at the Drake Hotel. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm more interested in the food uh, oh, and, the, and, the, and the atmosphere. I'm so excited about that. Uh, um, but <laughs> 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 There's a band playing? I picture like Ravi with food in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, really, really good music. Mmm, <laughs> tasty. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited for both as well. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, moving into food, that's because that's a great transition into food. Oh. Wait, wait, you're not going to do a clip of this? Oh, yeah. So, sorry. Yeah, geez, I, wow, I jumped into that. Sorry, if you if, uh, I got to think about that Drake food. I got lost in food. <laughs> um, so here's a, here's a bit of a clip of Lewis Cole. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. A little, a little bit of that electro-funk. Get down. Hope you enjoyed that clip from Lewis Cole. Uh, again, LA-based, great uh, funk, funky vibes that are there. 
Uh, and then we're going to pivot into our visit to Lock and Key. And uh, the Lock and Key was dope AF. Or I, I, I have zero idea about this because I've never been. Yes, yeah, yeah. Lock and Key was a recommendation from Chef, Chef Doris Finn, who's uh, now an affiliate of, of the show or a friend of the show. Uh, and uh, we went down to visit with her. And we got to meet another rock star chef. Oh, yeah. And this guy, Dev, was like the nicest, open, most positive person that you'd meet. Plus, uh, his jerk chicken was unlike any jerk chicken. I shouldn't say unlike. Was one of the best jerk chickens I've had in Toronto. Not saying a lot. And and you know, I've had a a lot of jerk Jerk chicken. chicken. And his is out of the park. And it's because... It's because of a couple of things I find. It's because of his technique and the spices that he uses for the jerk chicken. But I can tell you a brief story, okay? I'm gonna break it down right now on why I think it is, or on on an example of what this looks like. And we got to talk about it a little bit in the show. Okay. But I brought some food home to my family, and one of them was only really planning on taking a bite. Yeah. And they didn't end up taking a bite. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon, way past lunch, way before dinner. This they, is not a time yeah. that you're ready to eat a meal. They ate your jerk chicken. They ate all well, the the jerk chicken I brought for them. Okay. Right. So like I brought them jerk chicken. No, by knowing that they won't really eat it as much, so you'd eat it, but then <laughs> you ended up eating the whole thing. They, they well maybe yeah. maybe I might have wanted that. No, I, I, in all honesty, I did bring it for them as a as a thank you, but. Yes, they ate it all at once, uh, and they would have stolen my jerk chicken if I had jerk chicken um, to steal. But the key I find is in the cinnamon aioli with the spices. Mm Because cinnamon, there's only five spices or those kind of spices that are within a jerk seasoning. So you throw a little bit of cinnamon and a little bit of like aioli or mayonnaise Mm -hmm. in that thing, and then have the mango slaw. It was, oh, it, it made you stop. It stopped time. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it, it Dr. Strange's your mouth. Wow. Right? So it was, uh, anyways, really, really impressive. Awesome look. And then the thing that's completely underestimated is how close you are to the water. Mm. So it actually adds to your enjoyment. Oh, really? Like, I, I don't know if you've ever, if you've ever uh, the example I'll give you is have a drink inside a bar, like a mixed drink inside mm. a bar, then have a mixed drink close to water. Yeah. They are different experiences. Amazing. Your environment changes your yeah. experience. Yeah. So this place, because it's right on Queen's Key, right by the lake, mm-hmm. you can see water, you can go out and sit out on the pier if you want, mm-hmm. take a look at boats going around, all that yeah. kind of stuff. They have a beautiful fountain just in front of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very cool overall location. So um, anyways, Lock and Key, highly, highly, highly recommended. Rafi has not has not been blessed with it yet. Uh, we actually, Check it out. we had a couple of, of other of other great things, but the other key thing with them too is that they're a great balance of non-vegetarian and vegetarian. Okay. So those places are really hard to find where both people enjoy the food. Oh, wow. Sometimes you go to a vegetarian place and non-vegetarian is terrible. Sometimes you go to a non-vegetarian place, vegetarian's there, all they have to have is salad. Yeah, like that's their only option. Yeah. Uh, Lock and Key gives. Pescatarians, vegetarians, non-vegetarians, all options to eat there that are all great. Okay. So again, if you're looking for that balance, a nice walk on the beach, a uh, good place to check out. But here is our visit to Locke. And as Reddit corrected me, because I accidentally misspelled it, it's L-O-C-H-N-Q-U-A-Y, yeah. not L-O-C-K. And K E Y. It is lock as in a water lock and key as in Queen's key. Yeah. Alright, so anyways, here's our visit. Hope you enjoy it. Check it out. As far back as I can remember, I wanted to find a place that was amazing for vegetarians and non-vegetarians. 
Today we're gonna have the five ounce organic blue goose jerk chicken, the six ounce beet burger, and the poke bowl. My name is Laird, foodie, omnivore, and first timer. I'm Chef Doris Finn, and I'm a vegetarian. I love to teach cooking classes, cater events, and travel the world. And, and here's, here's what, what we, we dig. dig. any old place. I need to choose somewhere more impressive. So I went to the lake on Doris's Reco. The lock and key was the move, where Devin was the chef. He had it all. The food skills, the charisma, and didn't need to prove anything to anybody. He was a rock star chef. Did TV, live cooking. He was amazing. He cooked whatever he wanted. It was all flavor. I've always been obsessed with food. And as a young kid, I was lucky I got to travel a lot. And I would go to certain places in the world and I'd have certain dishes and I feel like my breath would be taken away. And growing up, I was like, can I recreate this experience for someone? And that's how I got into cooking. It's more to take, take you away from where you are right now and transport you to like, you know, flavor town. My mom's vegetarian. So I grew up with a vegetarian in my household. Not only is she vegetarian, but she's an incredible cook herself. She taught me a lot of what I know. I really feel that when you cook vegetarian food properly, as well as gluten-free, dairy-free, etc., etc., and you make it pop, you don't miss meat. It's very important to me that we have a very strong vegan and veg uh, menu. It's not easy finding good places for both vegetarians and non-vegetarians. And the lock and key was key to locking that down. First, we're gonna be starting off with the jerk chicken sandwich. We start with a very top secret marinade. We use chicken thigh, because I love dark meat. And we have about 14 or 15 different ingredients that go into this chicken. We take our ace brioche bun, brushed with butter onto the flat top. We serve it with a cinnamon aioli and a mango slaw, and it's one of our top-selling dishes here at Lock and Key. The jerk burger was an amazing journey, not necessarily because of just the flavors, but the location plays a role. The fact that you're by water kind of sent me back to the islands when I took a bite of that. A few hours after the shoot, I brought some food home for my family as a thank you. One of my relatives said he only wanted to take a bite. He took one bite and couldn't stop eating. He ate the whole thing in about five minutes. It was out of respect. Out of respect to the flavor bomb he just put in his mouth. The jerk chicken and the mango all come together to make just a summery, happy flavor. And my lips are still tingling because it was spicy after. Next up, I'm gonna show you how we make our classic beet burger. So for our beet burger, we shred a ton of beets. We put a lot of different earthy flavors into it. We serve it with a zucchini relish and a goat cheese and yogurt dressing. This goes on an Ace Bakery bun. And if you're not a big meat eater, or even if you are, this is a dish that you can't pass up. I'm a big fan of beets. And as a chef, I'm always looking for the right combination of texture, flavor, combination with fusion. And it's really nice combination of sweet, tangy, a little salty, a little bit of spice, and just the right beat. I'm not a, like a heavy duty vegetarian person, but I would definitely order this again on my own. If I wanted something lighter, for a walk, I would definitely order the beet burger. It, it, it gets you there, man. It gets you there. <laughs> and lastly, we're gonna dig right into our signature Poke Bowl. 
To assemble our signature dish here at Lock and Key, we start with a bed of black rice. We'll toss both that fresh tuna and fresh mango in our lime soy glaze. That goes on top of our black rice, which is also known as forbidden rice. We'll do the wasabi aioli right across the top. And then we're gonna add our avocado mousse and dollops all over it. We're gonna sprinkle it with togarashi. We're gonna add nori. This is the best dish we have. I don't do fish really, but very seldom. And this moment I had to, because it was made with Chef Devin's hands, so I knew that it was infused with lots of love. And there was this perfect combination of soft texture and then these crunchy wasabi peas and dollops of avocado rather than dollops of wasabi. He chooses more gourmet ingredients to go into this, so it's not as harsh. You're not punched in the face, it's more blended together. All into this immaculate bowl of just yum. So something many people don't know about Chef Devon is that he's of Guyanese background. That's really cool. So there is no surprise that he's been able to embrace his multicultural background because Guyanese kind of embraces a lot of different cultures and Toronto is the perfect place to share his love of food and his amazing exquisite talent in the kitchen. How's that for food for thought? Hi, I'm here at Lock and Key with Chef Dev today. Thank you for having us. It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming. And how did you get in uh, Lock and Key? So Lock and Key, I uh, was approached by an investor who's now a very good friend of mine. And he gave me a deal I could not pass up. And uh, I'm very grateful for this location. It's beautiful. It's on the waterfront in Toronto. But it gives me an arena now to showcase all my favorite things, like our Korean fried chicken and our poke bowl. It gives me a great place to also prep and do my catering. And, uh, and I'm very happy here. What could people expect when they come to your restaurant? What kind of experience? So the experience you get here is quite casual. You know, in the nighttime on the waterfront, it gets very, very busy in here. But the menu itself is world inspired. So I have Japanese dishes, I have Mexican dishes, Korean dishes. It's all for my travels and I want something cohesive, but I still want it world inspired because my cooking's world inspired. When I cater and I do events, you know, my menu's from all around the world. So I want that to be reflected here. And here in Toronto, what's it been like for you? In Toronto, it's been very challenging on the waterfront. You know, opening a restaurant is, is not easy. It's been very difficult. It's my first restaurant, but I've learned a lot and uh, I'm confident this place is going to be a huge success. And, and so far, we've been very busy, um, but I want to take it to the next level. I want, to, I want like top 10 Toronto. I can't wait to eat your food. Thank you so much for having us today. I'm honored you came in. All right, so yeah, I'm still salivating over that, that jerk chicken. <laughs> I gotta check it out, I gotta go. Brioche bun, on a brioche run, just, just to take it up a few notches. Forget about it. Um, Anyways, that's uh, the anything else we want to talk about today. No, we can that's it. Let's call it. All right. Well, uh, that was uh, that was our episode. If you want to check out our video, you want to see video of the food, we are on YouTube, so you can check us out on our YouTube channel. You can check us out on Instagram as well to see more photos and pictures. Head us up on social media. Let us know what your summer spots of Toronto are. Uh, and uh, otherwise, as always, my name is Laird. I'm Rafi. And we will see you next time.